It's February 20th, 2018, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams you will lose. In your dreams and Sunday, your rainbow will come shining through. No matter how your heart is grieving, if you keep on believing, the dreams that you wish will come true. Well, welcome back to another episode of Dispotopolis, and this is number 10. Yay, number 10. We, we got to to the first zero number. We did, we're in double digits now. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm so proud of us. All right, I'm gonna introduce my hashtag cousin Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, it's nice to have an extra day off school today. Woohoo! Yes, it is. <laughs> it is yeah. so nice. What's the day? President's Day. Lincoln <laughs> and Washington and Washington combined into uh, one. All yeah. right. And Fiona, you want to say hi? Your attention, please. The Walt Disney Resort train will now report a boarding stop on around. You blew it. <laughs> what was I supposed to say? But. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's a okay. If you didn't know that voice, it was me. Yep, that was you. Awesome. And I blew it. <laughs> so cheers. <laughs> uh, I don't know. For some, for some reason, my voice can go a, a deep pitch, deep, mm -hmm. deep uvula, but, but, not like, but not like middle guy voices. Well, actually, you have a fairly large range of high to low. You do. Yeah, it's, it's odd. Because <laughs> you never expect a woman to do, like, 100 guy voices. <laughs> Unless they sound like a female can do. Well, you still sound like a girl. You just have a deeper voice. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I have no idea what I just said. I don't either. I don't know, it was probably a little mixture of a mouse. Was it? I don't know if it was. You do a pretty, you do a pretty good Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I like your Mickey Mouse. Yeah, well, you know it's very common. What, to be able to do Mickey Mouse? Yeah. The... I don't know about that. I can't do it. Mm, not close here. And I thought you did a good conductor. All right. You ready to talk about your book, Fiona? Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, Fiona wanted to do a special little segment right now that... Um, for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. Yeah, she got a special book for Valentine's Day she wants to share about. So she wanted to include this. And sometimes we do a segment on um, Little Patch of Heaven. So she wanted to include this on our Little Patch of Heaven. I know a place, pretty as pie, I would 
gets up with the end of the sky It's left in Nebraska And over a crest On a little patch of heaven Way out west Everything's green All right, Fiona, why don't you tell us about your book? Well, it's called Disney A to Z, the official epilogue. It's this. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, encyclopedia. And for everyone under the age of 20, an encyclopedia, or probably 30 even, an encyclopedia is books that we used to have on shelves. (laughs) from A to Z, and there would actually be an A book, and it would have a bunch of proper nouns and names of people in it, and you could pull it out and open it up, and there'd be two to three sentences about that person or about that proper noun. Well, it's like a dictionary. Yes, for people, places, and things. Yeah, and it's by uh, Dave Smith, who is a chief article... Archivist. Archivist. Ella. Emetris. Emetris of the Walt right? Disney Arrive. So. Emeritus. Emeritus, thank you. Yeah. Chief Archivist Emeritus of the Walt yeah. Disney Archives. Yeah, an update with 10 years. Right, so this is the fifth edition. It came out in November of 2016. Yeah, so... Like, just think about them writing a dictionary for 2017 or, or later or later year, like 2020. It's a, yeah, and it's a pretty thick book. It's a good, I'd say, three to four inches thick. So it's hefty. So, Fiona, why don't you open up a page, random page, to, and read one little segment, like one um, explanation of something Disney. To kind of show people what, how it's laid out. Like, like for instance, it looks like it has like, like every single like, like film, attraction, TV show, mm-hmm. character that they that they have like done, and there there was like no way I can I can read this fully, so I just like to did the flip book way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and an encyclopedia is not something you read from front to back yeah. unless you really, really, really want to do that. Yeah, unless it's Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know big books like that can get a bit boring if you're, like, under the age of seven. Well, and it's a great reference book, too. Because um, what I noticed and what I thought was fascinating, Ryan, was they would have the individual shows that they would have on the Sunday evening Wonderful World of Disney. So if they took, uh, I noticed there was one where they had, um, let's see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. So Advent- The Adventures of J. Thaddeus Toad is a film. What? An educational title, the featurette released theatrically as The Madcap Adventures of Mr. Toad and Wind in the Willows, released in September 1980, originally part of The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. So it's they took the movie, kind of chopped it up, edited it, and oh. put together this little featurette, hmm. even shorter than the movie. Yeah, I think I saw like a, a Ed version of that film. Mm-hmm. If you may want to, if you. If if you're like, yeah, if you're like, if you're like 
30 years old or something like that, you may want to rem remember all all of like the, the classical Wonder World of Disney stuff in this book. Yeah, so I'm fascinated because I want to find, uh, I know when I was a kid, they took um, Saludos Amigos and the Three Caballeros and they kind of chopped them up and they mashed them together and took other Disney shorts and made a Sunday night featurette. So I'm curious to find out if I can find the name of that in here. Like they did some made up movie or something? Yeah. There were, and it looks like they had some like live, live action films for Wonder World of Disney. Mm hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share about this? Or Ryan, do you have any questions? Oh, Ryan. Yeah. Have you, what have you read in it? So, what, what's your, what, what one thing have you read that you've really enjoyed so far? Well, they may, they may have the, the computer wore tennis shoes in here. <laughs> oh. Uh, starring Kurt Russell. So, it's got some, it has a lot of, Disney trivia in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if someone's under the age of seven, they may want, they may not know all of this. Yes. <laughs> Some of the more obscure films like that, yes. Yeah. They probably don't. <laughs> See, we had the Disney Channel in the 80s, um, and that was like a big, big deal. So I watched all those crazy odd movies like they just it's awesome can't wait to like maybe some murals just can't wait to see stuff like mickey mouse clubhouse in this book oh <laughs> yeah i know it's probably in there Mm-hmm. it is probably yeah that, yeah i'm just saying how how like people will interact with interact with this book it's a real fun uh reference and i think really great like walking down memory ro road kind of a experience well i'm glad you have that that'll be a good reference for our show too yeah yeah <laughs> my favorite thing though about this guess which okay so I'm, I'm just gonna tell you so the first entry in the book is ames willie will you know willie ames the actor do you remember do you know who that is i do not okay so you remember okay so the guy from eight is eight is enough Yes. Like, yeah. who on earth is Willie Ames? That's right. Who on earth is Willie Ames? So he was also in um, Charles in Charge. I think it was in the 80s or 90s. Well, I guess he did some made-for-TV movies for Disney in the 70s. Who knew? Yeah. So I just thought that was funny. He was the first one. <laughs> How interesting. Everybody knows who Willie Ames is. Not so much. Really? <laughs> Yeah, you were a bit surprised to find some stuff like Ben and Me. Yeah. Did you ever see Ben and Me yet, Ryan? Yes, I've seen that with uh, Benjamin Franklin yeah. and the little mouse. Yes. The mouse looked like Jock. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's very Disney my mice. Yes, very. I love that well, short. I didn't realize that was Disney. The, the mouse remind you of anyone? Oh, it's very reminiscent of the Cinderella mice. Yeah, like stuff you may like stuff you may not know that that was that that was actually Disney mm -hmm. all along. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to move on, Fiona? Yeah, I'll put it back. All right. <laughs> now we're gonna head over to Area Seventy One.
today on Dispodopolis, we are going to be talking about um, Fiona and my trip to Epcot this Christmas. And yes, I know it's February, but by golly, you can't have too much Walt Disney World Christmas. <laughs> still freezing. It's, yeah, it's still cold and it's still winter. <laughs> so I want to start out talking about um, the Chippendales Christmas tree spree that we did. And we fortunately have been able to do the Easter one. I think it was it was a couple years ago. I want to say it was 2016. And usually we don't go to Walt Disney World anywhere near Easter. And this is true for you too, Ryan, because we have these like really weird spring breaks in Texas. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're, they're usually really early in March. So then not only do you like, you're not going to be Easter during spring break, it's pretty much cold three fourths of the United States. So. Like we're almost not professional planners for the good stuff. Oh, the good, the good warm season. <laughs> Cause yeah, no, we planned a trip to Washington DC one spring break. And they actually had a snowstorm and we lost like three days of our vacation. <laughs> so, yay! Oh, on 2016? <laughs> that was 2015. Oh, 2015? Yeah. Oh my God, that was falling. It was really not, not a happy time. But so we've done that and that's fun. I thought we were going to be home for Christmas, you said. When? In... 2015. Or was it? Uh, I think it was 2016. I thought there was one time where you where you said we're finally going to Disneyland again on on Christmas time. Oh, we're still trying to make that work. That's a hard one. Yeah, it's a hard one. Oh boy, I was I was crying. You were worried we weren't gonna see what you wanted to see at Disney at Christmas time at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, so we've done the Easter. Chip, uh, the Easter one that they had, and and in that one they have a pretty large Easter eggs. Was that about two feet, two feet by about one foot, and they hide them outside the different pavilions, and you kind of have to like they can be on rooftops, they can be in the waterfront. They 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 are always in a place where you can't physically touch them. <laughs> I've noticed that. So that's smart. And um, so I that was kind of what... are. Nah, they, they try to keep them out of reach because they don't want everyone touching the Easter egg. And um, so that was kind of what I was expecting with this Chip and Dale. Like there would be large ornaments. But that wasn't what it was at all. Fiona, you want to tell them what it was? Uh, they, they were on reefs inside, inside Kidcot places. Yeah, they were usually nearish the Kitcott place and they were on reeves that were, I guess they were about two feet in diameter. And some were pretty hard to find. And sometimes we would just uh, start asking for clues from the cast members. <laughs> so you had so much time allotted for that, so. And you also had like no idea which one would be in which because they had one of the Chippendale, so it would be a wreath and Chippendale would be in it and they'd be holding up an ornament on the wreath. And so it was funny because the kids were kind of guessing where the different ornaments would be because they have a fan. Yeah, that was like a big teaser. 
Yeah, so they had a fan ornament. So we're all thinking Japan. Or China. But that happened to be... Do you remember where it was? It wasn't in Japan. Do you remember where that was, Fiona? Not China. It was in France. <laughs> yeah. Because why not? <laughs> but the kids had a lot of fun. Well, well, sometimes Francers do have fans. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They would like the girls to cool themselves. But yeah, traditionally, when you think of a fan, you think of Japan, I think, or China. But actually in Japan, they had a candle ornament. For, well, not the candles inside lanterns. No, just a candle. Actually, there was a couple candles. Because I was almost thinking of Moon Festival right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, where they have the lanterns with the, the floating lanterns, like in um, Tangled. Yeah, but but wrong shape. Because those were kind of, were those squarish? Are you thinking circular? Yeah, circular. Oh, okay. Or a cylinder? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. All right. So, but one of my recommendations, if you're doing this with your kid, is make sure each kid has their own uh, cardboard and stickers. <laughs> and says, and says they receive a prize. Well, did we get a prize? Yeah, the the prize was six little miniature buttons. I'd say they were. Um, about an inch in diameter so they're pretty tiny but there were six of them and the the pictures on the buttons were the chippendale with the ornament so there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven so there's eleven pavilions and you get six buttons and there's three different sets so if you had a b and c set then you got all the different uh buttons and, you know, that's why I had three kids. So we got A, B, and C. So we got them all. Yeah, yes. It sounds like a lot of fun. It was. It was. And it's a nice way to get the kids involved through Epcot. Because you never know what, what, what chipmunks are ever up to. <laughs> you don't know what chipmunks are up to. Definitely not. But it was a lot of fun. And it's a, there were a lot of adults doing it, too. So it's definitely just something fun to do, no matter who you are. And they did have a... Like it was... This year it was uh, $6.99 and they do have, um, they had like an AP discount, they had a DVC discount on it, I think it was 20%. So that's nice. Especially when you have to buy three. Any other thoughts, Fiona, on that? Were there any like, like oopsie moment? When we were looking for the reefs? Yeah. Oh, it took us forever to find the English one and it was completely in plain sight. But we kept like roaming back and forth through the building. Like, let's just get over it, because I, I plan to do something before before nightfall. Oh, what did you plan to do? Some meet and greets. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. we didn't do the meet and greets that day, did we? Or did we, did we did the next day we went to Epcot? Yeah, I think it was the next day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we did two days at Epcot on our trip. So, but one thing on our trip, and I mentioned it on the Hollywood Studios, is we... There was no way to prepare for the cold that happened while we were there. It was so darn cold there. Oh my gosh. It was just insane. Even when they throw in the fake snow. Even <laughs> with the fake snow. <laughs> yeah, that was that storm came in that went all the way across the, the Gulf of Mexico mm -hmm. area. And oh my gosh. So we just did not pack at all. 
all. Like, I mean, we had some, because it was supposed to be cold like two or three days, and then it was supposed to warm up. So we had shorts and short sleeve shirts and all this, and that weather front came through, and it was lawn pants. Why you need those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had pants, and we had long sleeve shirts on, and like doubling up sweatshirts, and... You know, luckily we had rain jackets, so that would keep us like a little warmer. But oh my goodness, it was cold. Cause it was getting down to 30 degrees at night. So, I mean, whew. so it was like 50 during the day. And once that sun left, it was like 40 or 30. So let me tell you, in the Norway pavilion, can't, guess what was happening there? <laughs> Besides frozen <laughs> celebration. Besides the frozen ride. <laughs> Every I have never seen jackets flying off the shelves in that Helly Hansen section. Yes. Oh my gosh. Everyone was wearing Helly Hansen. <laughs> Everyone bought a jacket. It was insane. Helly Hansen? Those that's the brand name of the jackets that they sell in the Norway Pavilion. Oh. They were in all the other shop areas, mm -hmm. they were pulling out just carts of sweatshirts and just lining them up well just to make them feel like they're from norway yeah i mean oh my gosh i've just never seen it like it was just hilarious because nobody packed right because it wasn't supposed to happen so you could kind of see like you could see the people that came in with us that thought they were gonna get that warm and then you saw the people that came in for the run Disney weekend that was right after ours and they were they were ready to go like they had sweatshirts and jackets but you could tell everyone who had gotten there before that cold front hit I mean everyone was wearing a Disney sweatshirt everybody was wearing a Helen Hansen jacket <laughs> I, just, I just never saw anything like it oh, that's in my life so it was yeah it was pretty funny I bought I bought a Helen Hansen jacket <laughs> Because I just looked at Jeff and I'm like, I'm not making it through the day. There's just no way. <laughs> I can't be in this anymore. Every jacket I brought didn't have a hood. So I landed up buying a, a knit hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> freezing my bum off. And I hate hats because I think I look terrible in them. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> but it was funny because the, you know, the Helly Hansen stuff is not cheap. This is it, you know? You're just making me think of a person so was, when you say that. Well, it is. <laughs> it is, is a it? person. Yeah. But, you know, those jackets run probably like 100 to $400. So you could see everybody pulling it out and going, is it worth it? <laughs> like, how cold am I? <laughs> and I think their hats, you know, are around $50. You could see everybody going, how cold is my head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of. Yeah, it's kind of buggy to have the jackets with your hood like over your eyes or something. Yeah, it's funny because the kids are, you know, they're like, I can't see. Everything. You really lose your peripheral vision when you have a hood up. So it's pretty funny watching the kids like, oh, I don't want my hood up. I want my hood up. No, I don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> Think about my hair. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's too cold to think about that. Have you, uh, Brian, have you ever been there when it's been that cold? Um, no, I have not. Yeah, I don't think I've ever needed a, a jacket at Walt Disney World. No, I take that back. 
Um, there was okay. there was a winter. We actually just were stopping through Disney Springs. Okay. And it was it was cold. Um, it was uh, it was a we were going we were going down to um, Old Fort Lauderdale to catch a cruise. Okay. Uh, yeah, and as we were going, it was a cold a cold front had come through, and it was really cold at Disney Springs, and we were just stopping off there for dinner. That wasn't the time you rode in the the car boat, was it? No, that wasn't the, that was, it was actually, it was, I think it was on the way back after we had, we had, we rode on the car boat, boat on the way down okay. and then on our way back, it was cold and we did need a jacket at that point. Yeah. And I, ha- I happened to have one because, you know, we were coming from, we were, we were driving and it was Christmas time. And so it was cold up in, you know, Dallas, the Dallas area mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Yeah, actually, did I had one? <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, luckily, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But other than that, like for a specific trip to Walt Disney World, I've never needed a jacket. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, I was so glad we had because we um, are DVC members, and I'm so glad we had a one bedroom room because then you have the washer and dryer. Because I was washing because. Mm-hmm. You know, we all had like three pairs of pants for nine days. So like washing and washing and washing. Cause kids, you know, on vacation, I sometimes my kids go through one outfit a day. Like I just like I, I can see their entire meal. I know exactly what they've eaten for the entire day on their on their outfit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, excellent. Mm-hmm. Especially when they have chocolate ice cream. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> you guys saving that for later? <laughs> <laughs> there's enough on there oh yeah. oh yeah oh i know so yeah it was really nice being able to wash people's pants and dry them and uh you know and i they all the kids had one maybe two sweatshirts so that was nice too because i could wash in all our sweatshirts because yeah we were wearing them every single day oh my gosh it's amazing absolutely amazing all right, Fiona, you want to talk about the Cape Cod next experience that you had? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, what was your? Yeah. So we don't always do Cape Cod. Like Cape Cod is not mm. a must do for us, but we try to do it like every other year, that sort of a thing. And it's always interesting to me how, because um, a lot of the cast members will create examples for the kids the, using the little Duffy, the still using the Duffy bear. Thing. I'm really sad because they don't have Perry the Platypus anymore. We saved him. I know. Tear. Oh. Tear for Perry. Well, the, the show went bye-bye, you know. Yeah, and then before that, it was really cool because they had masks. Even though I'm kind of getting, even though I'm kind of getting tired of watching that show. Oh yeah, we've been watching it every morning. <laughs> Just there, was it Netflix? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of taking a break from things of Ferb. Yeah, so, and then when Fiona was really little, they had masks, which were really cool. So they had the whole eyes cut out for them, and they had the mask, and they could decorate it. Oh, I think I had photos of those. Yeah, it was good. Actually, the masks were really great for mm, Fiona for them. interacting with people. She interacted a lot with people when she was really young. With her autism, she would like put masks on people and then put them on her and kind of like want to see what it looked yeah. like. So yeah, I kind of miss m- me being as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? 
So that was, that was good. I'm still looking for pictures of those. All right, look for pictures. Hi, Ryan, have you ever done the Kit Kat? I have not. So you didn't even do it with your sisters or, did you go to Walt Disney World with your sisters or? Disneyland. Okay. I haven't been to Walt Disney World with my sisters. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've been to uh, Disney Springs with my sisters. It was downtown Disney at the time, but mm. I haven't actually been to Disney World. So Fiona had fun taking pictures of all the examples that the cast members had done. So you want to talk about oh, yeah. which which were some of your favorite pavilions, Fiona? So I think the best one I liked was the um, the Sleeping Beauty one. Okay, and who did a Sleeping Beauty one? Was that was it Japan or China? Oh, the country. Mm -hmm. I think it was Japan. That's my that's my yeah. It looks like Japan. Yeah, it is. It's Japan. There's a lot of pressure at the Kid Cot Pavilion if you work in Japan or China. Cause they've like they've like raised the bar really high, and if if you're working in the Kit Kat and you're from Japan or China, and and you're not say like the best artist, like I just my heart goes out to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like a really high bar for those people working at the Kit Kat. They just, I mean, they you know they've kind of transformed Duffy into they've kind of transformed Duffy into every um, Disney character. Oh, that's funny. There's a member of our old friend. Oh, there's Perry. Hi, Perry. Well. Yeah, he was fun. Well, at least he can't go anywhere. Yeah. He'll never, we'll never know where he goes. Nope. But what's really cute, too, is is um, in Japan, China, and Morocco, they'll, they write the kids' names uh, using the native language in their script. Yeah. So that's they, pretty cool. Yeah, they didn't feel like, like, turning Duffy into a Disney character instead of just draw Disney characters and like and like themselves. Oh in Morocco yeah so in Morocco they don't follow the Duffy uh, pattern they just use it as a blank piece of paper and create their own character on the Duffy. It's pretty funny. How fascinating. So and, and it's interesting because it's really evolved because when we first started doing it 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 wasn't as intricate as it is now like everyone's like one-upping themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a guy in Germany who's like, yeah, I just did the flag. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's funny. He's like, we're not, I'm not Japan. <laughs> we're Germany. <laughs> so there's a, it's nice being in like some of those other countries because you don't have that pressure to perform. Because in Japan, they do the cutest thing. They do the little zoom zooms for the kids on the back. Mm-hmm. And what they do in Ch oh China, they drew a little Mushu. Oh yeah. For Elias. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I, it was yeah. like I think it was like oh, I think it was almost like I wanted to, I want a character on on the on my back. I don't, Elias wasn't gonna get a Duffy because he's eight in that odd age, and he's like I'm like oh, that one drew a Mushu on the back. I'm just saying. He's like, yeah, I want the Mushu. <laughs> Like how how <laughs> like how can you turn Duffy into Mushu? Well, yeah, Mulan's easier. But I I <laughs> did, but but I did an animal character on mine. You did. You did an amazing job. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So, uh, let me let me get it. All right. It while she's getting that. Oh, Ryan, have you seen these squishies? Uh, what what squishies? These squishies from China, they're like pieces of foam with like a rubberized plastic on the outside. 
No. And some of them look like fruit, and some look like food items. Huh? They are so strange. <laughs> anyway, they were all over the Chinese pavilion, and and Adia knew Adia, my middle child, knew about them before we went, and she's you know one of those kinetic textile kids. Yeah. Texture kids, and oh my gosh, we were just touching everything in the Chinese pavilion. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> it sounds like toys my dog would like to eat. Yes. They're probably really, really bad for your dog. <laughs> oh, no. They're probably awful, but my dog would love it. Would chew mean, that thing to pieces. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So my Duffy is... All right, Ryan. You got to name the Duffy. Oh, um, he looks kind of like a Patrick. What? Well, Patrick from from Soren. <laughs> well, he's kind of green, so I was thinking like Saint Patrick. Oh, yeah. So he, so he looks like a Patrick to me. So think of a Disney character who's green. Who's oh, green. so I've got a oh oh it's Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think I got a little game show for you. Try to guess who this character is that I drew. So I thought I would do something a little different than like human characters because not that many people have done animal characters or other, or, or other non-human characters. Well, someone done Baymax and mm -hmm. BB-8. Yeah, nobody had done Duffy dressed up as Jiminy Cricket. So she was pretty excited. Yeah. I, I, think, cool. I think people would done Duffy as Pinocchio because he's like a human character, like character. Did they do a Pinocchio? No. It's oh, a what oh, if. Okay. Oh, you need to do that next. You need to do all the Pinocchio yeah. characters. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. And you may not want to guess Elias <laughs> because it's not finished. Oh, yeah. There's... So Elias has, had did a little purple on his and then black on the top. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to make it look creepy. Yeah, he was going for creepy zombie uh, Duffy. <laughs> I think he said it was an animal, like animatronic Sounds... from, from you know what. Yeah, we're not even gonna mention it because I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's uh, I don't like these games anymore. Yeah, just think creepy, Duffy, zombie, animatronic. Well, that sounds intense. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. was gonna do Tinkerbell on Adias. You're still working on that, right? Yeah, I need I need to figure out time. Well, you're just, yeah, pencil. she's going to color it. You're just doing the outline for her, right? Are you going to color it? Thinking about doing myself coloring it. Yeah. So, yeah, Fiona's showing her control freak coming out. <laughs> it might getting, not get done right. <laughs> it's getting a bit fun. It is. It is fun. But we did see a, a Tinkerbell one, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So that it about cop, Kid Cop? Yeah. All right. So yeah, it's it's super fun and we like doing it. I just like watching the the um, ones that the cast members do and how they evolve. Every year it's something crazy new. Well, someone did done characters like Winnie the Pooh and mm -hmm. and Minnie Mouse outfit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I we'll stick some pictures up there on the website of of the ones that the cast members have done. So real quick, I want to talk about um, 
Christmas time at Epcot. We kind of touched on the, the yeah. Christmas tree spree. And so Christmas time at Epcot. So you know how I talked about how there was no Christmas tree at Hollywood Studios in the front? And there was one on Echo Lake. There was no Christmas tree at Epcot. Oh, okay. Everything was very low um, to the earth, low profile. It was interesting. Because they usually had a big, huge one as you're walking into the World Showcase. Mm -hmm. And they usually had something up front, like a little bit bigger, but it was just so strange. And one thing you kind of notice it right away because your um, sight line isn't cut off. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, uh, already then. But then they also, you know, we're having that um, festival of holidays around the park. So they had all the little kiosks set up with the food. And we didn't eat any of it, yay us, because it was so cold outside and there's no indoor seating. It's just so, it's, it's just hard to do everything you want to do when you have like almost so many kids <laughs> and you're in, and you're in the middle of a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to pick and choose what you're going to do. But there were no lines at any of the food kiosks. Like no one was interested in eating outside at all. Really? Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like you could have walked up anywhere and gotten what you wanted. But, you know, there's just there you know, cuz they don't ha- they have little tables, but there's really nowhere to sit. And there's just a whole there's not a lot of indoor seating period in the World Showcase. Like they have like they have the American Pavilion, they have that indoor counter service area, and there's a little bit in Morocco, but all the doors are open. Yeah. It was an interesting time to be there. But I'll tell you, like, because we went, like, right before, um, so I think we went on the 29th, we went there, right before, December 29th, and then we also went that next week, January, and it is so, like, sad when they have all the kiosks closed up and barred and um, with signs up saying, because they were going to open it up in two weeks for the... The uh, flower and garden festival, but it's just kind of sad. But even though you, we didn't really get to experience it because it was so cold that one day, it's just so sad to walk by and see all the kiosks closed up for two weeks. Have you ever been there for um, when they they had the the special food samplings? Um, actually, no, I've never been there when they had the food kiosks up and going. We gotta get you there. <laughs> I know. I've been to. I've been to. I know the the only. Well, we did then stuff like that at Sea World. Yeah, we did. The only the only festival I've been there is the is the uh, garden, the flower and garden festival. Okay, and that was before they included the. Mm-hmm. Food? It was before the is it, it was before the food kiosks were there. Um, yeah. It's good heavens. It's because it's been a while since I've been to Epcot. Um, I would say it's probably like. 2013. Oh my gosh, we gotta get you back. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's been a while since I've been to Epcot, so. But I mean, if you think about it, not much has changed since since that time. They Mm -hmm. really haven't added anything to or changed anything about Epcot except for the Frozen ride. That's the only thing that's new, really new to Epcot. Right, and it doesn't look like it's gonna be much there until the 50th. 
No, um, everything that's new is coming in around maybe 2020 at the earliest, mm-hmm. but they're saying, they're projecting 2021, and that's like the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride and the Ratatouille ride back in France. Those are the two things that they want. Well, and of course, the Disney Skyliner coming in yeah. to the International Gateway. Um, those are some of the big things that will be coming in. Hope people won't get too crazy on those. Yeah, so really there's not much coming up until almost another three more years. Yeah. And Epcot, too. I mean, yeah. But it looks like they are going to try and overhaul that park um, quite a bit, um, according to this last year's D23 announcements. Yeah. And they released, yeah, they released that concept art of Future World, where they've kind of looks like they've taken out interventions completely there's a few okay abstract there's a few abstract buildings and it looks like maybe some more permanent areas for the kiosks to go because the kiosks are now not temporary the kiosks are almost <laughs> year-round <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new that is something new about Epcot since I have been there is the kiosks are now not temporary they are more permanent <laughs> I know it's just so funny, and you know they didn't spend a lot of money building those kiosks either. <laughs> this went for yeah. me. Put some plywood up, smack some paint on it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a, Epcot's a, is, is an interest. It's an interesting state right now. It is. It is. I mean, that's. I mean, that's kind of. Um, one of the things that, that's fascinating me about, about Epcot is like all these festivals. Like, I am seriously waiting for the summer festival to be announced so they can just have those kiosks up. Year round. What's the summer one? I know. I'm just like, hey, wait for it. Wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> Should be interesting. But I, I really yeah. don't like um, um, waiting for hot weather to come. What nervous. Yeah. Um, yeah oh my gosh yes yes but yeah so um we have to do a food and wine trip ryan oh i think that would be fun it'd be fabulous we have to do that because we kind of okay so i don't know like we didn't really get food and wine like i've been during food and wine and we didn't really like realize like how intense and how much there was because i've actually run the food and wine the the 10 was it was a half marathon that was a half marathon so i ran uh-huh. the half marathon and i was laughing because they run it at nighttime, which is so odd it's just so odd to me and so you run at nighttime, and then you land up at epcot at the end of the day and at least like midnight one o'clock some crazy hour like that and then everything's open for you to do i'm like i don't i don't i don't i'm not like an eater after i run like i just yeah, it takes a while for your stomach to like readjust. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you can give me a beverage. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I was just kind of like, oh, I need to walk. You need to walk around a little bit. You can't just like run, you know, a half marathon and go lay down. <laughs> but <laughs> you got to kind of cool down a little bit. <laughs> but eating was not, you know, I'm like, eh, not so much. So yeah, the next day we went and we ate ate some food and it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too crowded. You know, too bad we did that. But um, 
yeah, I just, it was the first time I was kind of like, oh my gosh, there's so much. Like, there's no way, like, if I did this again, I would make any food reservations. If it was just Jeff and I, like, as a couple, I would just yeah. eat around the world, pretty much. Just go to all the all the kiosks. Yeah, I mean the food looks really good. I've seen I've seen it like on YouTube, <laughs> on some of the blog video, some of the bloggers and bloggers uh-huh. out there that talk about it. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to be. That's what I was trying to do with, with in the parks, but sometimes got a bit out of control. Oh, when you videotape in the parks. Yeah, maybe someday I'll record like just one day video. Yeah, sometimes Fiona records our entire vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it gets interesting. But I'll try to do one that's easy. Yeah, just be focused in a small little section. It would be interesting if we can record at, at parks like Paris or Tokyo. Yeah, that would be fun. Because that will be surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely, yeah, we got to get you there to to uh, hit all the kiosks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go I, just because it's been so long since I've been there. And I really enjoy that park. It's one of my favorite parks. And I know some people are complaining about some of the new IPs that are coming in and stuff. And yeah, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't bother me. I'm like, I okay. know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Because when, when, okay, so I was a big, huge fan of, of Maelstrom. Yeah. I love Maelstrom. Well, like, I remember going well, on it in the 1980s when I was in high school and. You know, growing up in California, we did our high school. Was Maelstrom a attraction or something? Yeah, Norway. You've been on it. Oh, Nor. Oh, how? Oh, the before Frozen. The crazy, the crazy ride with with old <laughs> Norway like like tales with with the trolls. Yes, the trolls. Yep, <laughs> that was it. Trolls. And I. Yeah, I guess something kind of felt creepy. Like it almost felt like I wanted to close my eyes. That's <laughs> funny. It weird. It was it was interesting, yes. And so mm-hmm. I remember, you know, going on that. Oh, what year was it? I'm gonna say 88, 89. No, 89. We went on in 1989, and so it was fun, and it was it really stood out. Like that's one of the things I really remember from that trip. Like I'm like okay, and the Frozen, I was I was kind of like hesitant only about the Frozen coming in because I'm like, can they really do it justice on that ride, like that ride track? Yeah, was my concern. Well, at least Frozen felt a bit more okay for me. Did it? Did you like that yeah. better? Well, there was no there was no way to close my eyes. Yeah, well, yeah, Fiona doesn't close her eyes anymore. <laughs> I was I was like young when I first went on Maelstrom. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Well, and at that time, eighty nine, early nineties, that was the only um, like kind of it was the only kind of thrillish ride in the park. Yeah, and, you know, you, and it was. Were you gonna say? You went backwards down a waterfall and then forwards down a waterfall, and but everywhere mm-hmm. else it was mostly. Omnimover or mm-hmm. very very slow boat rides, you know, just kind of like yeah. small world boat ish boat ride, you know. There's no, no waterfalls or anything, and I think that was about. Oh, and show films, films, you know. Yes, and when you're in high school, you can only watch so many films. Yeah, lots of, lots of films. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of like that too. Just watching some Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Random. <laughs> Just, just random stuff on Amazon. Yeah, you need to find Ben and me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, or just watch, just decide to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Since I'm done. If well, if it's available, mm -hmm. that that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. But that's no longer the case with Epcot because now they have no. they have like test well yeah test track and mm -hmm. um, they have uh, what, what uh, what's that mission uh, mission space in space is, is that right oh, it's terrible I should have it pulled up and Soren over the world you know Soren's mm -hmm. over there so they have a lot now and they're just adding more with Guardians that's coming up that new roller coaster and then, yeah and then of course Ratatouille. Um, I'm really excited practice. for the Guardians. Me too. I think it'll mm -hmm. be fun. They're going to have, like, apparently some whole new roller coaster-ish ride system for it. At least we mostly know stuff about en energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will not miss the universe of energy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean... We'll miss you, Dory. <laughs> Dory, she's, she's right across the way. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the seas. It's all good. <laughs> yep. But not the real her. No. Oh my gosh. Yes. No. I. I mean, it was a nice forty-five minute out of the sun experience. But, but oh, the the only good, like so the real fun part. One time we were in the middle of the dinosaur area. Yep. And oh, it broke. That. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you have to get unloaded? <laughs> yes, and it's like four feet down from those. And it was the first time I went on it. Yeah, well, you probably the yeah, first time you was... remember going on it. But yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. it's a really far um, step down. And we haven't gone through much of it. No, so you just we've just been in the first room, and we're going into the dinosaur area when it broke. I'm like, oh, not now. At least now. it's land. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part. At least it. At least there's land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we all got evacuated. That was pretty funny. That's Like, how can we survive if the Jungle Cruise got stuck? I don't uh, know how you get off that. Exactly. I'm sure there's a way. <laughs> so, all right, Fiona. Well, what I'm kind of excited to talk about were the me greets we did. Uh-huh. That's what I was waiting for. All right, kiddo. Oh, fine. Yep. All right, tell us. That. Oh, and I can't believe the first one went happened because it was really cold outside. It was iffy. So you want to talk about that one? Should I talk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it was kind of very exciting because we haven't met Alice in a while. Mm -hmm. and, and and I know this out. Well, this Alice w was very, like, interactive. This was probably one of the best Alices we've ever met. She was amazing. Yeah, she, she probably got... She probably got hypnotized by some manners or something. You want to tell her what you were doing with Alice? What she, what you were doing? Oh uh, yeah. So, so she first, she first saw me with, with my two zoom zooms, and King of Hearts was very rare. 
And she had an idea, and when we got there, she had an idea about bouncing them on our heads. So Fiona had a zoom zoom on her head. Was it the, the white rabbit? Yeah, the arrow one was white rabbit. Yeah, so she had the king, which is rare because you can only get it in Japan, and then the white rabbit. So they each put one on their heads like they were balancing it, walking around so they could have better <laughs> posture. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I did. I, I tried. I I kind of told her about have 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 you been feeding those mushrooms the small creatures because they look big in the parks. You gotta tell them which creatures. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah, so like Chip and Dale, like how they're really big in the parks, but actually Chip and Dale are very small. Yeah, well, we did sell them very small in 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 their game. In the Christmas wreaths, yeah, <laughs> actual size. Yeah, I did, and I did mention for her about uh, about how she, yeah, how how she was in, like it was like called like Mickey's most merriest celebration. Uh huh. The parade. No, no, it was castle oh, show. Sorry, the Christmas show in front of the castle. Yes, but she was an amazing Alice. Like she got it right away. Like she knew, she knew how to handle it and knew what to do. So she was really great. With That's her. really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what a great character. Like I just like, like I just realized that that the that the blue dress and apron is the, is the most common design of her. What she wears. Yeah. Yeah. And so just so you know, they do have winter costumes for the meet and greets for the for the um, young ladies that have to be outside in the colder weather. <laughs> Well, that is good. Yes, it is. After that, I told her, then don't go on those Epcot rides because school is about to start, and she mm -hmm. she was tired yes. of those of those history lessons. And well, I'm 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 kind of tired. Well, it's, I know history lessons are kind of boring for me, but they're sometimes hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that depends on who you're learning your history lesson from. Some people can make history very interesting. But the surprising thing about when we were about to start school, uh, and and mom, yeah, were you kind of sick on vacation? Yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the flu on vacation. And I think Elias, and I think Elias got the flu too. Reason when my head started hurting and when I woke up, I got the flu. Uh huh. Yeah. Perfect timing. When we got back from the trip. Yep. So that meet and greet with Alice was amazing and went really, really well. Very sweet girl. Um, Elias would not get his picture with Alice. Okay. <laughs> so we don't, we don't have a picture with my son with Alice. I, I, we, we don't even ask. We just go, okay. Yeah, that's fine. It would be perfect if, if we met Snow White because he was all grumpy. Right? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, he was very addicted with his Crash Royale. Well, that's not why he didn't want to do the mean group. But, why? okay. Well, sometimes he's just a little shy. And that's okay. Oh, oh, that's I was, okay. yeah, I, I was shy at first. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't always want to do meet and greets either. Like, you did meet and greets when you were little. And then there was a long stretch where you were just like, I'm okay. I'm okay. So we're kind of... I don't know. For some reason, I had an inside feel about touching him or something. Yeah. Well, it's a little strange because they are... It's a stranger. You don't know them. They're just like big-headed people. Yes. And sometimes we're used to seeing something on a small television screen and then it blows up 100%. You're, 
are freaking out. So it's fine. Uh, it's fine. But you want to talk about the other two meet and greets that you did? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So yes. it was at the end of the our second day. Yeah. So we did. I like part of the, um, it was like the, the, and the middle of Ed Cup. They had a meet and greet with, with Baymax and Joy mm -hmm. and Sadness. Yeah. Which one were you most looking forward to? Joy and Sadness. Yeah. Yeah, so you gotta meet yeah. Joy and Sadness. And you wanna tell you wanna they they were really good too. Very good. And you wanna talk yeah, about the, what you told Joy? Yeah, I tried I tried to tell her of of what can you do with autism, but you but you know Are you doing your square not, head? Or blockhead? Yeah, but but you but you know like the same with Mickey Mouse. The, he he is very official to me, but he's sometimes hard to ask questions with. Yeah, they can do they can do yes or no questions, and they can shake their head, but they can't they they don't talk right because they have um they're not face characters. Yeah, yeah, I did I did told some some characters about how they were like with the rain. I guess I guess I guess Sadness did like the rain. Oh, she likes the rain. <laughs> you asked her if she likes the rain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that was fun, and yeah. and then. Well, I guess the more the most boringest one was with Baymax. <laughs> yeah, so Baymax is interesting because there there's no hero there, so there's no one to really interact with, and you know Baymax they're mm -hmm. they're just like in a big bubble suit. Oh, was it an animatronic or someone in costume? Oh no, there was someone in there. Oh. It's a yeah, it's well, a big bubble well, suit. Well, someone said it was an animatronic. <laughs> Not animatronic. <laughs> yeah, and and someone and someone wanted their wanted Baymax's autograph on their ears, but they said he was not programmed to do. Oh yeah, there's no way. Yeah, you can't get a signature from Baymax because there's you know his hands are they're big balloons basically, so there's not no way for him to grasp. And also, what's one thing that you don't do to Baymax? Oh, oh, grab him. Yeah, yeah, don't like try to put your arms on top of his suit or pull him down. Well, he did feel like a, a real bubble. Yeah. You let him hug you, you don't hug him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I know people like like a YouTuber called called Tommy did got the meet hero. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there there is sometimes hero, but most of the time I've just seen Baymax out there. Unless it's a special or in the beginning, right when the movie came out, they were doing Hero and Baymax. But it looks like, uh, so this, the meet and greet they have for Baymax and Joy and Sadness, it's in the front in the innovations area across from where they have the um, the Fab Five. Gotcha. And so it's like right across from that and they turned some of the innovations area into a meet and greet for those two characters. Yeah, a lot of innovations has shut down and turned into character meet and greets. Yeah. Which people yeah. like. Oh, that's not, I mean. Even if, even if the, it's mostly the Fab Five. I know this has nothing to do with me greets, but it does have to do with Big Hero 6. I, I think they were like announcing the launch, like a, it was like a Big Hero 6 series. On the Disney Channel? On Disney XD. Oh, XD. Yeah. I think that's where they have a lot of their Marvel stuff. Yeah, so we may be seeing Baymax return to the screen. With more Baymax action? Yeah. Well, I know that was saying it would be better if they had like all of the team, but it, but, he, but, he, but he said oh, it yeah. was kind of hard 
to do something like that. But I think I think there is them as as a parent because I saw it. I saw I saw pictures of them on on Instagram and they were, mm-hmm. they were the the team were seen as we're seen on a on a celebration of like of like Disneyland Paris and they, they were oh, they were actually okay. they were actually all fur characters. Cool. Especially Hero. Yeah, I wouldn't mind another Big Hero 6 movie. I'm good with that. So what else do you want to talk about? So I was thinking... Oh, oh I know what I wanted to talk about. Oh. Real quick. I wanted to talk about the exhibit changes that they've had in the Mexican Pavilion and the Chinese Pavilion. pavilion it was really cool because they've kind of had the same exhibit in that right in that entrance area where you go in the mayan temple right in there they've they've kind of had the same exhibit i can't remember it being anything different Um, but they put a coco exhibit in and they did a really great job with this it was really great they did they had a scene to the left and the right kind of reminiscence of the movie. So they had, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so they had one scene of the graveyard, the cemetery area with everyone putting the flowers and the food for um, their ancestors at their grave sites. And then you would see uh, it turned to night. And when night comes, you would see all their, the ancestors from the movie show up the skeleton forms like being there besides them. So they had like sheets of glass where the projections would pop up. So it was really pretty. It was really pretty. I loved it. And on the other side, I'm not going to get this right, where they have, um, like in the houses where they'd have the pictures. Yeah, that that scene. Dia de los Moratos, the the shrine. I thought a shrine. I can't remember what they call it. The altar, because it's more of an altar. I remember this yeah. the Spanish phrase for it that they set up. So they would have the one they had the one from Coco of of the family, and they had Miguel. That's the kid's name, right? Miguel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel. Miguel's there, and he's in front of it. And then you see all the pictures, and then it goes dark, and you see um, his relatives. Oh, cool! That passed away pop up. Yeah, it's really cool. I really like that. And in the middle, they had a huge um, sculpture of two individuals uh, kind of in a wedding, in, a, in their wedding outfits, but in skeletal form. Yeah. That was yeah, cool. even a dog. Oh, and a dog, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there was a dog. The dog, there. yeah. So it was really cool. I, I really enjoyed that. It was sweet. Yeah. Yeah, about this parties, I'm, I'm sort of okay about, like, passing away even even if if it may be kind of scary yeah yeah it's a it's a scary subject it's you know absolutely like you won't know like what world you'll you'll go in now right like yeah it's a huge unknown absolutely
also at the China Pavilion was pretty cool. And Fiona, I think, how many pictures did you take at the Chinese Pavilion? Oh, at the when they have like the introduce of Shanghai mm -hmm. Disneyland. Yeah. Boy. So this is really cool. The exhibit at China. I want to go to Shanghai. Oh, yes. I know. I mean, talk about salivating at the mouth. Okay. I took one, two, <laughs> She's counting three, them. four, I love five, it. <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, like thirteen. Thirteen pictures, yeah. And, and you would have taken more if the movie was about to, wasn't about to start. So it was really, right? you would have kept taking pictures if we ran out of time. So it was really cool because they had um, a little, like a little vignette set up of all the different areas in Shanghai and some of the um, little castings and clay forms of some of the things they were, they created over uh, in Shanghai. So it was really cool. My favorite, and I want these. I want these little toys. They had the you know, the the Garden of the Twelve Friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of like those. They had little tiny um, figures, really um, stylized, very cutesy stylized figures of all the different friends for the, the Chinese Zodiac. And it was really cute. And then they had clay sculptures and uh, kind of like a black and white outline of, of the oh. carousel. I guess it, it's Fantasia, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is. There it is. She's showing me us a picture. So yeah, it's just really cool. You know, the Tron ride, the Pirates ride, you know, just little vignettes of, of everything that they had created. And what was interesting is I knew they had an Alice in Wonderland maze, but it's actually the Tim Burton version. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, but anyway, so when we go into Shanghai. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. I know, they're killing me. Like I know about the twelve friends. I think I think I think I saw someone who almost who almost mistook the the rooster from Robin Hood as the rooster from Moana. Hey hey. Yeah yeah yeah. I thought there was. They, I know they probably were stretching to find a rooster for Shanghai to represent that zodiac. <laughs> like like all there's left is uh, how you pronounce the rooster's name from Robin Hood. Alan and Dale. Alan and Dale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Played by Roger yeah. Miller. Two thumbs up. Yep. If you know who Roger Miller is, clap! <laughs> I saw him in concert yeah. when I was a kid. Did ya? Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess you did solo celebrity. Yeah, they, yeah for the rest, they had like uh, Abu at, for the monkey. Mm -hmm. Maximus for the horse. Mm -hmm. Because you know how many horse characters are there. Yep. Tigger as the tiger. Mm-hmm. Er even though, of course, he, he thinks that a tigger is an actual animal. And the sheep is actually the lambs from Mary Poppins. Yeah, I'm sure they really had to stretch on some of these. Definitely. Yeah, like, there's no, like, I know there, I know another sheep character who's not, who's, who's Lambert's mom. Lambert's mom? The sheep. Yeah, and there's yeah, also the, the one is... in Chicken Little. Oh, Lam oh, the teacher? Is that, okay, yeah. The, but he didn't seem official to me. <laughs> oh yeah, and they and I guess I guess the only official ox character is, is the ox from Paul Bunyan. Mm-hmm. Well, blue. Mm -hmm. Okay, Rami as the rat from Ratatouille, Mushu the dragon, Ka as the snake, Thumper as the bunny, 
because you know how many how many rabbit characters and how many dog characters so Pluto for dog mm -hmm. and you know, the piggy being as the pig yeah so yeah that was a nice exhibit so those two exhibits I hadn't seen those before so that was cool yeah also 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 black and white clay figures for like like Rapunzel yeah there's some yeah they had something to do with it was like the ride in in the huge cat castle because it could fit anything the boat ride yeah 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 I think yeah, I know the art clay figure were just models for attractions, vehicles. Oh yeah, and um, the Disney town. That's, that's They're downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. What do you think, Mom? I think it's super awesome and I want to go to Shanghai. It'd be fun to go to Shanghai and Hong Kong. Go to both. Yes. You want to talk about food real quick? Okay, food. Food. Mmm, I love me some food. <laughs> <laughs> so on... On this trip, I usually, it's really funny because I land up going to the same restaurants a lot of times when I'm at Epcot. And two that I go back to a lot is um, Vianopoli because I love the pizza mm -hmm. at Vianopoli. I'm, yeah, yeah, I don't even, they could just have a pizza menu and I'd be happy. I'm pretty much good with that. And um, so we usually get a cheese pizza. We don't go too crazy with the toppings because of the kids. Uh, but we'll get like a half cheese and then half with some extras on it. So, and I always like to get the prosciutto. So, and prosciutto. Yeah, prosciutto. And it's so funny because uh, the cure, all the cured meats from Italy, like it's such a weird concept, cured meats. Like you take your meat, you pack it in this package, and then you just have it sit outside for years. Like it's so strange. <laughs> and it's just so wonderful and delicious. I, you kind of can't really think about cured meats and you can't think about cheese a whole lot. Because if you think about it, it's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I love both. So this is super yummy. So have you got, have you had the pizza at Vianopoli, Ryan? One time. Just one time. Just one time. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is. It is. And it's the, yeah, it's the, um, the... I'm not gonna say Napoleon. So then uh, Napoleon. Oh, I'm not gonna say it right. Napoleon. Napoleon. No, that's the the chief. Yeah. Janet Reno. <laughs> no, that's funny. Uh, so it's from the Napoleon region of Italy. So that real flat, flat wood fire uh, cooked pizza. Probably a lot like New York style, from what I've seen. And like Grimaldi's, it's a lot like Grimaldi's, but even thinner than Grimaldi's, I think. So, and then a, another place that we go, do you, do you like eating at Vianopoli, Fiona? Uh, Italy? Yeah. Well, yeah, as long as they don't burn their pizzas too much. <laughs> I kind of I don't like the burn, like the burn crust. Again, the little char on the crust is not your favorite? Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes crust can be like a like a chomp down. You mean thicker or thick? Yeah. So we go there. I I say we go there at least once once a trip. Like be careful of anger with pizza. <laughs> Congratulations, Italy! You ruined pizza. <laughs> what? Inside out. Oh, inside out. Yeah, she says it to San Francisco. Congratulations, San Francisco! You ruined pizza. Could they put broccoli on pizza? <laughs> oh yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> 
Another place we eat at a lot, mostly because it's really easy to get into, especially for lunch, is the Rose and Crown Pub. Yeah, they have really good fish and chips. Yeah, they do. I really like their fish and chips. But it's really strange because I have like a love-hate relationship with English food. Like, I love it, but then it's like too much. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sit well. I guess it, I guess it, it was kind of it was kind of challenging to eat there because we, we were all waiting for Alice. Oh, you were getting antsy because you yeah because we're Alice, getting our Alice time right for the meet and greet. Yes, yeah. So you had the fish and chips, Fiona. What did you think about it? Was it enough food? Was it good? Give us your take on it. It's it's usual. It's usual. <laughs> Because I've, I've tried it a couple of times. And do you like it? Well, yeah. Yeah? That's all. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to say for it. So which one is your favorite, Ryan? The fish and chips outside the Rose and Crown or the one inside the Rose and Crown? Um, well, the only one I've had is outside. Oh, you've had the only had the outside? Yeah, I've only had the outside. Okay, you gotta try the inside. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. And I like the outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. They have a. It's a better cut of fish on the inside. Oh. Okay. It's kind of. It's a different fish. Is it more expensive? I have no idea. Of course. Okay. Of course it is. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But the funny thing is, it's probably. I mean, it's still not like a a great fish. Like fish and chips is not like your gourmet fish that you're going to get. It's right. you know readily available, uh, a white fish, not very fishy, kind of a fish. Cause my mom, will, my mom is not a big fish eater and she'll eat fish and chips. Yeah, but it's good. And then I had the shepherd's pie, which is, um, have you ever had a shepherd's pie before? Ryan? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like them. I don't. Yeah, I, I do too. It's kind of like the English take on the chicken pot pie. Yeah. But, and this one is ground beef. Yeah. Usually with lamb or ground. Yeah. Beef, yeah. yeah. Ground lamb or ground beef. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a ground beef with um, vegetables in it, and then it's mashed potatoes on the top instead of a crust on the on the top of it, like a chicken pot pie would be. The only thing I'm missing is I need more mashed potatoes. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, chug me down, chug me down for that because because I get I get those almost every day at school, and I like to catch up on them. Yeah, Fiona's a big mashed potatoes person. <laughs> Oh, well, I most I mostly like the the mashed potatoes we we make at, at like rest, restaurants and and at home. Are those better but, than the ones at school? Yeah, so I put ketchup on them to make them taste better because I'm actually a I'm always like I'm always like a fiend with like with like salt salt and ketchup. You are you you consume way too much salt and ketchup, definitely. <laughs> Like you ever heard of ketchup on ice cream? You haven't done that, have you? No. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> just stirring like meal meal food, <laughs> or you'll still get something like ice ketchup. Ice ketchup. Oh Do you remember Hilly Town Heroes? <laughs> I I do, but I don't. Was there ice ketchup in that? Yes. On on Excellent. one episode, they ran out of cream, and 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 at first. Twinkle's idea was was putting was putting like uh yeah it was like I think it was something to do with it was something to do with soap and 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 the farmer and another kid's idea was was putting ketchup in the ice mixture. 
But it was... Excellent. <laughs> That's a wonderful idea. But, but, well, how can you replace cream? Not with ketchup. That's why they need a Higley Down Hero. And that's why that's what the show is called. <laughs> oh, that's why they need an adult to help them. They make the right decision. Yeah, and it was like it was like the farmer's wife or daughter. That, oh, that okay. Well, that makes sense. I'm assuming this was a, a dairy farm. Yeah, dairy farm. And then we also had the corned beef and cabbage, and that was good. I love corned beef. So it was just steamed. It was steamed corned beef and cabbage. So that was good. Yeah, I think an, I think another one. Another thing we saw, we mm -hmm. saw, I like to thought was like those, those precious moments dolls. Oh, the precious moment doll. Well, that's, well, that sounds dramatic. <laughs> they have, they, yeah, they have a whole exhibit, well, to buy, so a storefront of those precious moment dolls and every character imaginable, every Disney character imaginable. And you took a bunch of pictures of those. Yeah, well, they did a few. They well, they did some some animal characters. Yeah, they had a whole Pinocchio montage. Oh, there's the picture. <laughs> that's what you're getting for Christmas, Ryan. Yeah, that's awesome. Precious moments, also. <laughs> yeah, the pu puppy dog eyed one. We get you Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, someone needs Jasmine. Yeah, well, they did almost almost every human character. Like they only had like like one Hunchback of Notre Dame character, Esmeralda. <laughs> they didn't do the Hunchback. It's hard. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. Like for instance, one and their animal characters they did were like were like the little mice from Cinderella. Mm-hmm. They like did ho holiday theme theme versions of like. Of like, well, mostly the female characters, but sometimes the guy characters. Yeah, remember they had like a, a whole area of like of of like them cover cover in like like pink pink clothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they surprisingly included Maleficent. I think I think the I think the ones that were taken away were were like the live action Cinderella characters. Yeah, precious moments. They're 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 a little over the top for my taste, but a lot of people like them apparently. Because <laughs> they used to just have like them there, like temporarily they would have I know a show every now and then, but they're there in full force, twenty four seven. And she's showing them many pictures. Oh, there's hundreds of them like on these five shelves just lined up. It was scaring the bejeebies out of me. How? I think they're glass heads, and I'm like, oh, my child's going to break one. <laughs> It's hard to grab one or something. Don't grab one. Don't grab one. Yeah. Are you good with the precious moments? If they're precious. <laughs> had you heard of those before, Ryan? No, I had not. I didn't know they had those. And they were selling them. Big time. So one of the things that's interesting about Walt Disney World is there's not a lot of places to eat inside. Period. And then in Epcot, it's really difficult if you're not planning on sitting down for dinner. So, but they did have, they had two places that you could eat inside in Future World in the front of the park. They had the Sunshine, sunshine Seasons. Yes, I can't pronounce my words sometimes. <laughs> in the Land Pavilion. In the Land Pavilion, thank you. And the Electric Umbrella, which is kind of in the Innovations area. Innovations. 
Yeah, interventions. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the we were talking about this earlier. Like that's one thing about the land that's a little odd to me is when you walk in there, you get the smell of the sunshine seasons and it's not like a good smell like it's like this weird weird stale food smell that i really don't like but um so what's weird about the case so i have two two problems in life buffets and um cafeteria style food and the sunshine seasons is the cafeteria style food i cannot make a decision i have issues I mean, they have some pretty good choices at the sunshine, sunshine seasons for food. And they actually have some pretty good kids. I think the kids options are better than the adult options. Yeah, when I was there last time, I got the kids salmon, I believe. Oh, good choice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, because they have like the drumstick meal, they have the salmon, and then they have the pasta and they get um, a turkey meatball. Oh, yeah, I've had that too. Yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. <laughs> I think I need more of the kids' food. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> but yeah, I've had that one too. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> a, a giant meatball on top of a pasta or something. Yeah, you always get that one, Fiona. You love it the was... giant meatball. Oh yeah. It's been a while, but we were we did annual passes one year and went there like a bunch of times uh-huh. during 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 it was but it's been like since I don't know like twenty that was like twenty eleven <laughs> or something that we did awesome. it. so I mean like really did Walt Disney World that year and did it a lot um, yes yeah and so yeah that we ate at Sunshine Seasons quite a bit that we didn't really eat at the Electric Umbrella um because it, <laughs> it's just kind of burgers and sandwiches you know yeah. It and is. I'm, yeah. And I'm just like, if you're in Epcot, you know, I'd rather go over to like Tangerine Cafe in mm-hmm. Morocco or something. For some reason, I'm just picturing the electric umbrella as like light up umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it, right? It should be. It should be like a bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That does. It does sound like it should be a bar. That's awesome. <laughs> Especially if it's an Epcot. I mean, you know. <laughs> It's kind of what it's known for. Yeah. Well, like, well, I know light up, light up umbrellas have been used in parades. Yeah. Yeah. But I do understand what you're saying. It's an eclectic smell there. I mean, it's just all it's a mishmash of a bunch of different smells, and so it does come out kind of. Yeah, because you got that the boat ride there too, so you have that water chlorinated. Yeah. Disney water smell. Because mm-hmm. it's not oh, a normal Florida. Florida yeah. Disney water. Florida yeah. Disney oh, water. Man. Which is different than California Disney water. Oh, For yeah. some reason, I like the smell because it just reminds me of the pool. Oh, well, there you go. So yes. you're talking it's... about the restaurant at in the middle center of Epcot? Yeah, the mm-hmm. one that's inside the land where Soren and Living with the Land are at. The sunshine, sunshine it, seasons. Yeah, it's bromine. The bromine smell. It's... I thought you were almost talking about like a restaurant outside of the center. No. Yeah, no, I'm talking about that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. very common. What restaurants have we haven't eaten at Epcot? Have not eaten at? You, I've eaten at Morocco, but you haven't eaten Morocco. I'm trying to think. Like, We haven't eaten at Morocco. Canada, because it's really expensive. France. Um, I haven't eaten in France. I've in eaten in France. Le Cellier in Canada. I haven't eaten there. Uh-uh. I would like to eat at Le Cellier sometimes. Yeah, that, that's an adult trip. Yeah. But they have such good food everywhere, so it's, like, hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would like to try the Cellier. I think that's, like, the one big restaurant in Epcot that I haven't eaten at, but I'd like to eat at. 
Yeah, I feel a road trip coming on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to make it to Epcot soon. <laughs> mm -hmm. We need to do a food, a food and wine slash Lucillier trip. Maybe something with the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Lucillier with the Girl Scouts. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not going to happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, scare everybody walking in with uh, 13 girls. <laughs> I think awesome. it would be cool. It would. Everyone off the kids' menu. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That'd be really expensive. I, I think it would be cool to do a, a tour out outside of Santa, you in the park. What's our plan? So, yeah, and the electric umbrella. I mean, we only ate there because it was inside. It's kind of like the neglected food place in Epcot. I feel kind of sad for it. Huh. Because it just has the hamburgers, and Walt Disney World always overdoes their hamburgers. Like It's cooked all the way through. My grandmother would love it. Cooked just right for her. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well done. Well done. They do have the flatbread pizzas, which is like the... I think it's like one of the only redeeming factors of counter service food at Walt Disney World if you're eating at one of the places that serves hamburgers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not, they're they're acceptable. <laughs> it's okay. It's you know, it's hard to do pizza fast, but um, they have some interesting. They have some different flavors, so you know that it's not like something I would ever get outside of a Walt Disney park like i wouldn't go up and say i want a disney flatbread pizza anywhere yeah so and then the kids flatbread is half the size of an adult so heads up <laughs> if you only want half a pizza <laughs> get the kids <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i kind of feel bad for the electric umbrella it just it feels like an entire throwback it's all 80s in there it just it needs to be updated it doesn't when we were there, it was really sad because only half the, half of the fountain, fountain drinks places were working. So that makes it interesting. Yeah, that is. I felt very sad in there. So look, I know the stuff we didn't do was the fireworks show. Yeah, but the fireworks, the Christmas fireworks show at Epcot is basically, I mean, I like it because it's illuminations and illuminations is always fun. And it's nice because you don't. If you're at, if you're not at the entrance to World Showcase, it's pretty easy to get a viewing area. And for the Christmas, they add um, that Christmas song at the end, and then they they have I call it the whiteout. Like I've never seen so many white fireworks in my life go off simultaneously. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it just blows. Like your retina are burning. <laughs> blows it away so that's that's amazing and we, we and we've seen it we didn't see it on this trip but we've seen it in the previously that's what it's like in magic kingdom yeah yeah so it's kind of but just all white all white so it's, it's a new level of intensity that's awesome it is it's really cool and you can't help but cry because it's a bunch of little kids singing and they're singing in their high little voices, all sweet. Aww. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just Aww. just figure out the songs we, we hear on radio. Yeah, I mean, it's such a sweet like, song. It's for like peace and happiness and well being. You're like, oh. <laughs> That's what I'm kind of like with classical movies, right? You like the songs? No, kid voices. 
Oh, the kid voices. Yeah. Oh, is that what was making you cry? The kid voices? Yeah, kind of. So, but that, it was a pretty good trip to Epcot. I enjoyed it a lot. We, you know, we didn't do a lot of rides and that's okay. Yeah, we didn't do stuff like, like a celebrate of the season. Got some band. Yeah, so we kind of hit everything once and we're good. Yeah, we kind of did, did the, we kind of did do the storytellers. Yeah, we've, we've done some of the storytellers in the past. We've done Italy. Well, I mean, yeah, but not today. Mm -hmm. But it was cold and I'm not even sure some of those people were out there. Cause I remember we were walking around during that time period when they should be out and they just weren't out. Cause you know, it was getting below 50 and they're just not really equipped for that. Like I said, it was amazing Alice was out cause Mary Poppins was not. <laughs> well, Mary Poppins has a lot of layers. <laughs> I thought she was. Yeah, she, she, they put her inside which I thought was interesting. Hmm. So Alice must have wanted to be outside. Like that was her choice Okay. to do that would be my yeah. guess. But then again, she was an amazing Alice. So, you know, yeah. Well, at least she's younger. Well, it has to be younger. It's Alice. Oh yeah. Okay. Here, here's one moment where I'm going to like oh. break the magic for a second. Alice uh -oh. was wearing blue contact lenses. <laughs> what? Oh, interesting. I know. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's like, Going all the way. Yeah, she had the blue contact lenses on. Yeah, those are those are hard to put on. I think yeah. they might want to put your but they might want to hurt your eyes a bit. Well, if you wear contact lenses, it wouldn't be a big deal wearing blue ones. Oh, so blue won't kinda of hurt? No, it's just the contact lenses, if you if you're a contact lens wearer, like if you wear glasses, you have the option of wearing contact lenses and no matter what color they are. Did Alice usually wear glasses? No. <laughs> well, as 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 theme park characters, they're they're trying to make them like look like exactly like the characters well, mm -hmm. for the kids, yep. and, it, and it takes lots of practice. And I think I think it will be a nightmare for me to if I was born in the 1960s. Oh, because the characters weren't very realistic looking. Yeah, that'll be, yeah. That'll be scary. <laughs> at least at least yep. they didn't use they didn't use those costumes at. At like a 1960s themed event at, at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the characters now are much more well thought out and designed. Definitely. Well, thank you for joining us once again on this episode of Dispotopolis. I hope you enjoyed our conversation about Epcot. So apparently we're getting through one park a month. <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, two. <boy. laughs> or two. So um, I want to say goodbye to my mom and Aunt Lynette. And you can reach me at Tink Scout on Instagram and on Twitter. And Ryan, why don't you take it away? Um, yeah, you can also reach me at Twitter at RyanFlint underscore edu. Um, and you can also hashtag Cousin Ryan. <laughs> You'll find him. <laughs> I also want to say hi to our moms and to all of our listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, we hope you enjoy it. Yes, yes. All right, Fiona, your turn. How about... Good night, middle school child who, who, who tried to use property on my iPad. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Are you talking about your sister? No. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Mom, can uh, you yeah, give me the way? So, okay, yeah. So there was somebody. Okay, so well, this is partially your fault. Fiona left her iPad in dance class, and uh, somebody decided didn't realize that it was um, Fiona's iPad and used it to record themselves dancing to review how they were progressing in their dance. So yes, I'd like to thank them for the enjoyment of watching them dance. You <laughs> <laughs> said that awesome. your flex their flexibilities were a bit off. Yes, they need to work on their flexibility. They had some good back bends. <laughs> <laughs> like who would post this on YouTube? Nobody's posting it on YouTube. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Like be careful with strangers for for like leaving your devices. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's Fiona's friendly uh, PSA reminder. Do not leave your iPad somewhere where you don't want someone to use it. <laughs> or, or else they can break your iPads. Yes. So you can find Fiona at Fiona Toe Girl on Instagram and on Facebook. Yes, we will be um, adding some spirit animals for her soon. So, and if you have any questions or comments for us, you can reach us at comments at Dispodopolis, and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram as Dispodopolis. And thanks once again for listening to us, and we hope you all have a wonderful rest of February. <laughs> and happy belated Valentine's Day. <laughs> We leave you with a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.